Who's on first? What face do you want to I'm going to get in a lot of trouble here. Just a bit outside. If there's a fly ball, deep to left. It's on its way. There it goes. There's no flying in baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. They're comedians, sports fans, and all-around degenerates. It's the Who's On First podcast with your hosts, Matt Marin, Anthony Passaretti, and Patrick Haggerty. You play ball like a girl! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Who's On First podcast. Matt Marin here with Anthony Passaretti. What's up? Patrick Haggerty. The opening makes it seem like I'm the one who plays the ball like a girl. I just want to say that's not true. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> Patrick does not play ball like a girl. He plays softball like a man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Marin, Patrick Haggerty, Anthony Pastoretti, the triple play of the podcast world. Triple plays are in now. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> How many? Two in a week. Yeah. In a week. Since the last the time we recorded, or did they have one before we recorded last week? Uh, no, it was after, so it was after. since we recorded. Since we last recorded, the Yankees have turned two triple plays. Wow. So the, the Yankees have turned six triple plays over the past 11 years with only three pitchers on the mound. Yeah, because Raldis was the last couple. Hmm? Oh, both of them were with the Raldis on the mound. Two of the three this yeah. year were with Chapman. Okay. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, you almost never see triple play. Like, but then we looked it up. It was like they're the twelfth team to do it three times in a year, I think. Something like that. Yeah. But that's uh, the record, right? No one's done four. No, no team's ever done four. So yeah. they have a and chance. They did have you a long see time. the did you see the list of the teams who have done it twelve who who are tied? No. It's it's like seven of them are from the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then the rest are just kind of random th- thrown out uh, yeah. throughout history. Yeah. So yeah. much of it is just like luck. Yeah, being in the right spot at the right time. So like, I it, it's it's one of those things is like even if you did turn forward, I guess it doesn't really say a lot about the defense is amazing. It's yeah. more just like wow, you guys had first and second no out yeah. a lot. Well, you know something <laughs> really cool is happening. So they're probably cheating somehow in baseball. That's how baseball works. Yeah. Uh, something really cool is happening. Someone's cheating. Yeah, someone's <laughs> got to someone's got to. They're mess using it up. spider tack and the gloves of the infielders turn triple plays. Yeah, there, there must be something about uh, about certain players certain pitchers who they are prone to getting triple plays because because the previous three triple plays before these past three this year yeah were all, for the yankees it was cc sabathia was on the mound for all three of them. <laughs> yeah he so he just must be the type of guy who gives up base runners yeah. and then gives up decently hard hit ground balls right to third base yeah so, yeah. so, so it's just the the type of pitcher well matters. one of these triple plays wasn't that which is actually like the fucking craziest right. thing it was not a routine ground ball to third base there was some very odd base running and a lot of throwing it around it was like a little league triple play it was yeah. a lot of people trying to get to third base and failing yeah also triple play baseball i remember being one of the like unsung heroes of baseball video games of the 90s and aughts i don't know that one exactly because it was like king of Virginia baseball then there was uh 2k there was uh mvp baseball and now the show uh-huh. no one ever talks about triple play baseball i was a big yeah. fan there was um i remember one i had i think it was there were two different ones one I had for N64 with Sammy Sosa on the cover. Oh, yeah. And one I had for the PC with Jason Giambi on the cover. Mm-hmm. Triple Play 2001. You could do, like, they had different, uh, like, j- ballparks that would be, like, different scenes. So it was, like, a ballpark. It was a small ballpark in the whole back. You were, like, in someone's living room. You'd do, like, home run derbies and hit a home run off the grandfather clock in the outfield. <laughs> So it was like a like a Toy Story looking kind of. It was a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Really, you, I remember. I think it was that game, or no, it was, that was MVP baseball. I'm thinking of. We can create a player with a certain name, and they come with like if you name the guy. I think it was like Eric Patterson. He had a gigantic club of a bat, and like every hit was a home run. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of sounds like you know just, those, just like these days, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know those like fake ass like it's like a four dollar mobile game on your phone that you might get ads yeah. for sometimes. That's what that sounds like. It would be triple cut. play baseball. Yeah I, yeah, I instantly thought of that like knockoff swiped. I saw a person playing that once, and I was like, got sad. Yeah, I was like, oh. You can't afford a better baseball game. Like yeah, this can't yeah. be fun. Why are you? Why are you doing this? Yeah, to anything. Anything on the phone, uh, especially with sports, is just mind. It's kind of mind. Like you just swipe your finger, home run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. Does the, feel a little bit lame. You know, one of the better baseball games I've ever played wasn't even a video game. There's a. Uh, at an arcade every once in a while in a long row of pinball machines, there's a version of pinball that's like baseball, 
where instead of oh you hit the home traditional, run, triple well yeah, yeah what you do is it's actually like a two-player game where the buttons on the one side are for pitching and the buttons on the other side is the flipper for the bat yeah and there's like three buttons and it'll be like fastball curveball change up yeah and there's different holes for like single, double, triple home run, and it's just like it's a fun fucking time. You put. A I remember being in. in an arcade once. They had skee ball, but the instead of just being labeled like hundred, two hundred, three hundred, it was like single, double, triple. There was another regular skee ball machine there because I was a baseball. Player. This is the cooler skee ball machine. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a very fun um, beer pong variant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking to, the same thing to yeah. play baseball like that. I had a lot of triples when I do that. I, yeah. I get a lot of triples in that game. Yeah. I yeah. did get kicked out of an arcade once uh, for uh, being on the skee ball machine, just crawling up and putting the ball in the higher <laughs> thinking like oh you could just do this and win and then someone just came over and like kicked me out yeah, yeah like every that was, that was two weeks ago yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to get those tickets yeah <laughs> You get enough of those tickets, you can get, uh, uh what is, um, I was about to say like, uh, N64, but then that's, yeah. that's like, that would have, uh, uh, it was two weeks ago and I don't think I'd be getting N64 two right. weeks ago. You get one of those rings with a spider on it. There so you that, go. That is, I love arcades, cool. but tickets is a big red flag to that, that arcade sucks. Cause if there's no tickets, it means it's about the games. Like there's good ass games in there that you want to be playing the games. If it, there's tickets involved, ticket traps, the games are going to end early. Ticket trap games suck. I guess, well, at Dave & Buster's, it all goes on your card. Yeah, but that's still, like, Dave & Buster's is right in the middle of, like, ticket trappy. I went to a, yeah. one of the shittiest ticket trap arcades, like, two weeks ago. If you're ever in Atlantic City, fucking do not bother with, uh, <laughs> with fucking Lucky Snake. I spent more time fighting the manager for my money back than I did. Every game was fucking broken. Yeah. The worst, though, is the ticket trap ones, and then it gives you two tickets, and yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like... Uh, you gotta be here, like, and what are you gonna get? Like a fucking Jolly Rancher, <laughs> like out of their little shoe bin, dude. Dude, Jolly Ranchers rule. Yeah, yeah. Jolly Ranchers are pretty sick. What, Laffy Taffy, you get Laffy those? Taffy. Oh, I'm yeah. thinking of going. What's this place called? Lucky Snake. I can get <laughs> Jolly Ranchers <laughs> and Laffy Taffies. It sounds pretty cool. <laughs> it's the Halloween theory. Like, what? There, at a certain age, you realize like four dollars can get you the same pillowcase of candy that wandering around for four hours can get you, and it, you know it defeats the. I don't want to play skee ball for ten hours to fucking get a bag of Jolly Ranchers. Then you're not a real skee baller. I'm not. Yeah. You know, if you ever go to uh, Ocean City, New Jersey, and you like skee ball, though, there's this one arcade called Jilly's, which to this day does ten cent skee ball, and it's so much fucking fun. Isn't it like can... Frank Sinatra's wife's name. Is it? Is it? There's what? a fame. Jilly what? is like a big. I think that's yeah. Frank Sinatra's girl. Ocean right? City, J New Jersey. Jilly skee ball. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that town is fun because it's where my parents live. But there's like four families that like own the whole thing. So if you like walk down the boardwalk, you could see who the like four families of the yeah. town are. It's like Manco, Shriver, Gillian, and Jillies. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, nice. That's, that, yeah. that's a good stretch. That's a good, that's yeah. a good strip right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Solid um, taffy and stuff. Yeah. But we'll um we'll get into a little baseball news. We'll uh we'll touch on this. We don't have to go so much into detail again. We've talked about the last two weeks, but there has been more development in the uh cheating scandal, the spider attack. I will say, after this week, I feel like I was being more hard on pitchers. Yeah. The last couple of weeks the whole talk has been like they're cheating, they're whining, they're babies. And so when I see like a couple of them in interviews almost on the board, uh, edge of tears, I'm like the first one I see I'm like, "Oh my god, what a baby." But after a few of them and actually listening, I'm like, "Oh shit, I think this is like actually a bad thing MLB did." Like doing this in the middle of the year, just taking all of a sudden like this is how you trained all of offseason. Guys are getting hurt. And yeah. it is actually like it does actually seem like, oh, how do you take like take away the thing that people are using to get a grip on the ball midway through the year, and they're still trying to throw the same pitches and now getting hurt? Hey, hey, MLB, get a grip. <laughs> uh, oh man, that was, that God was fucking good. damn it, Patrick! That was a good one. Uh, but I, I have I have heard this uh, as uh, as a possible alternative is the Japanese uh, Japanese Japanese balls yeah. have a have a certain grit. On them, so they're actually easier to grip. Yeah, so I heard Trevor Bauer did like uh, was talking, doing one of those in-game interviews with the announcers while he's from the dugout, and was saying like, if you have these balls come out and have them come out like less slick and able to get a grip on them, or and I've heard other people just say like, just have like a rosin or sunscreen, just have something on the mound that all pitchers are allowed to use, and anything other than that they're not allowed to use. But also give them an off season to know, hey, the thing you've been training with, uh, you can't use that now. Mm -hmm. This isn't like a suggestion or anything. It's just a thought I was having. Like, you know how in in uh, football, have you ever worn wide receiver gloves? Yeah. 
They're basically like having Spider-Man hands on. Like it'd yeah. be fucking crazy if pitchers were allowed to wear gloves too, just like the batters were. Just yeah. like now you have this crazy fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised to hear that there's injuries directly related to this. I'm not a scientist or a doctor, so like I'm not saying it's bullshit, but it just surprises me that just the grip will fuck your elbow up. It doesn't, those two things didn't connect in my head right away. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just, I was surprised. Oh yeah. That was my thought also was like, as soon as glass now gets hurt and is talking about it. And then Garrett Cole's talking, Bowers talking, and they're all saying it in ways that like really do make sense. And doesn't just sound like whining. Then I am kind of like, Oh shit. I like have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, so it just comes, you have to grip it harder, right? Because you have to grip it more on the seams and all that. I don't know. Just grip it harder. Yeah, I get what they're saying, and I think the the best argument is that it's mid season and they yeah. and they haven't worked their arms in that way. Exactly. But ultimately, yeah. I think that they shouldn't be able to use most of the stuff yeah. that they've been using. Although that is an interesting point. Batters get to use batting gloves. Why can't pitchers use quote unquote pitching gloves yeah. that give them a good grip on the ball? Yeah, because they're trying to get a good grip on the bat. Yeah, it's every bat batters have fucking like robot like technology on their elbows and yeah. everything so that they can lean halfway into the strike zone. Yeah. And like, yeah, batters are able to use all this extra stuff. Why wouldn't pitchers right. be able to use a glove or something to get a grip on the ball? Yeah. yeah. Because even, because even batting gloves, the other things that the other thing that it does is it just makes it so that it hurts your hands less. Yeah. You know, when, when you get that, like the vibration from the bat, it hurts. Yeah. So with the batting gloves, it hurts less. Yeah. And it's, it would be similar also with that aspect of it because it would make it so that it, you wouldn't have to grip it as hard, so it wouldn't it would cause yeah. less injuries. As a pitcher, you hurt your elbow less. Yeah. So yeah. You, or they could piss on their hands like Jorge Posada. Yeah. Well, Posada they, did that. You don't know. You Posada never, never I, wore batting gloves. I, I know he never wore batting gloves. Yeah. I knew Moises Alou never wore batting. Used to piss on his hands. I yeah. didn't know Posada did. Too. Actually, Jorge's thing was he didn't piss on his hands. He would piss into a little bowl and d- dip them in like he was having a manicure. <laughs> 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 he would like dab. He, he this is this is. True. He would yeah. dip his hands in. Uh, right. I think it was more for catching, yeah. so that it, it would soften up his hands, and so yeah. he could throw better. Okay. But, but also, he wouldn't wear batting gloves, yeah. and uh, yeah, I it remember helped with that. Yeah, too. I do remember hearing Moises Alou used to piss on his hands. Um, and the only way to like fuck with him then is if you're Steve Bartman, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pissing on your hands all you want isn't gonna stop old Steve Bartman from pulling that ball out of your hands. Yeah. <laughs> That guy had the perfect look for ruining everything, too. <laughs> with the glasses, with the fucking necklace, keeping yeah. them on, and the headphones listening to the game. Like, he just had the perfect, like, dork fucking look to get taken out. Yeah. I have my glasses and the and the headgear. I think I look like Steve Bartman right now. I think, uh, I think this might do, be my Steve Bartman. Do you Bartman. think so? I don't know. You think you could ruin an entire city's hopes and dreams forever? <laughs> I could try. Yeah. <laughs> I like that at the end of that documentary, he was like, Fuck off. I am not being interviewed. All of you can go fucking kill yourselves. Like, yeah. I'm not, oh, what? You want to make a documentary about me? I'm supposed to forget that I had to go into hiding for five years. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing the comedian Nate Bargatze had been in Chicago for a bit and he said he was rooting so hard against the Cubs in 2016 just because of what they did to Steve Bartman. He's like, I don't want you guys to ever win after what you did to that man. <laughs> yeah. They, they really fucked him up. Pretty good. That that documentary was really well done. If that's one of the better yeah. thirty for thirties, and they're all pretty good to start with. If people yeah. hadn't seen that one. It's I think it's called Catching Hell. It's a really really yeah. good one. Yeah, they go like into what happened to him. They invited him, I think, after twenty sixteen. He's just like, I'm not. Yeah, back. no, he's yeah. like, I'm not getting interviewed for this thing. I'm not throwing out the first pitch. All of you can fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It, it's it's not like it was with. Uh... Red Bill Buckner. Z- with Buckner, because Buckner was a major league baseball player who became a millionaire, you mm. know, f- from from a very good major league baseball player who is kind of used to the scrutiny to some extent, maybe not to the extent that he got it, but yeah. he, but you could kind of get past it because you were, you know, an athlete, yeah. and, and uh, intentionally in the public eye. Yeah. But Steve Barman, uh, but Barman is just this guy, you yeah. know, he's just a guy who got a good ticket to a playoff game. And now he's, uh, yeah. I do still day. feel bad for Buckner, like what they yeah. did to him. And it is similar doing that to that guy and then inviting him back after. I also, it's so, definitely similar, but I yeah. guess it, at least he was a major league baseball player who, yeah. he, you know, you know, the life to some extent. Plus yeah. on the other side of the coin for him, he's only hated in one very terrible city. When he goes to New York, he's king of New York because That's he's true, the yeah. guy that fucked it up for the Red Sox and 
people love to talk about the Mets. The Mets really only success came from his epic yeah. failure. So like yeah. he's king of New York. That's true. And everyone outside of Boston does a lot. But Bartman outside of Chicago, I don't think people would hate him. And also the problem with like so the Red Sox, Buckner helps the Mets, and the Mets have a big fan base. Bartman, like, uh, quote-unquote ruined. And also, Alou, like, later said he probably wasn't going to catch the ball anyway. I'm sure Bartman was like, why didn't you fucking say that 15 years ago? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Bartman, um, it was against the Marlins, and it's not like the Marlins have a whole bunch of diehard fans who love Steve Bartman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it, well, yeah, it's not like the Yankees have. But, like, Buckner was also a really good sport. Sort of about yeah. like, have you ever seen the Curb Your Enthusiasm he's on? He's so fucking funny. Yeah. Like, uh, the whole thing ends with him redeeming himself because he catches a baby falling out of a burning building, and everybody's <laughs> like, "He fucking made the catch!" Like, let's go. It was funny when um he died a few years ago, and he had dementia for the last like ten years of his life. So when he died, um, I tweeted, uh, uh, "Rest in peace to New York Mets legend Bill Buckner, <laughs> uh, the only dementia patient who was grateful for the memory loss." <laughs> And uh, a few people on Twitter were like, I can't believe you went there. Why would you bring this up? And it's like, well, first of all, he he he's not around anymore. He's not going to care. Um, also, another funny thing, um, Bobby Sheehan, comedian friend of ours, who doesn't know anything about sports, texted me when I posted it and said, I can't believe I have to correct you on a sports thing, but Bill Buckner never played for the Mets. He actually played for the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I had yes. to explain to him. Yeah, yeah, it's a joke calling him a Mets legend. And I posted the screenshot uh, to make fun of my friend who doesn't know anything about sports. And Bobby said, Matt, please take this down. I have a family. Destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Did, um, did Bob Bobby knew that though that Buckner was a Red Sox? Yeah, he yeah. knew that he uh, his dad like used to take him to Mets games and stuff. So he's like kind of adjacent aware of baseball stuff, but he knew that Bill Buckner wasn't on the Mets. Oh yeah, and he thought he was correcting me when I called him a New York Mets legend. <laughs> That's so fun. That's yeah, hilarious. Um, but yeah, we had some other stuff going on in baseball this week. Uh, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, just I guess we can kind of transition because we talked about Spider Tech. How about that fucking guy on Twitter who tried to just unleash, like he tried to yeah. do a huge expose and it's like, fucked his whole life up. His name's Ryan Spader, who me and him got into a small argument about a, a play from 1920 once on Twitter. That which was, was, tell that story. That's very funny. It was just a stupid thing where somebody had hit like a, I think they hit an inside the park home run and a triple in the same game. And an account called Stats by Stats, which is like a really good, you know, database account posted. This is the first time since Dode Paskert did this for the Phillies in 1918. And then this dude, Ryan Spader, like five minutes later tweets, this is the first time it's ever happened. So I reply to him, bro, what about Dode Paskert? Like everybody fucking knows about Dode Paskert. And he fucking replies to me and he's like, you know, no reference or data that I can find supports that he ever hit an inside the park home run. I'm like, all right, well, this account that has like way more fucking followers than you said, it it wasn't me, man. It's not something I just fucking know. And then he replies back. He's like, well, I would love to work for them one day, but I I just don't know about the validity of this. It's like, well, you're probably not going to work for them, man. (laughs) Like, like, so either way, it's a strange thing to respond to. Like, and uh, I remember we talked about it on the show at the time we named the episode put some respect on Dode Paskert's name. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole thing, well, yeah. well, and this week he, he tweets like at night, like he was doing one of those, like, um, it almost felt like, a yeah, like a don't come to school tomorrow fucking posts on Facebook because he's like, oh, I'm going to sleep on this, but I have all this bomb information. Like I'm going to destroy everything. I'm going to drop it all tomorrow. And then he wakes up and tweets this like very not clear, like, the Kansas City Royals were the first ones to have a video system. Uh, Carlos Beltran learned all this stuff from the Yankees. He just starts calling people out and he even goes like, my favorite player, Chase Utley, is a cheater. Did not extrapolate on that at all. Yeah. And then. Right. Yeah. I remember reading this thread. It was just like scorched earth. Yeah. And then like 10 hours later, he's like tweeting like, I regret everything. I fucked my whole <laughs> life up. Like this has turned my life upside down, I think is what he said. Yeah. And it's like. And then he You're started idiot, backtracking man. on, like, the Royals actually did it. It was some backtracking on that. Like, 
Yeah, it's and uh, the last couple of days he's just been trying to tweet again. Like this guy's had a two eighty average for like three days, and all the replies are like, "What the f- dude? No, you can't fucking go back." Yeah, to- yeah he, he was accusing them like a comedian on a podcast accusing comedians of like stealing jokes. Like, and this guy probably doesn't, and this guy, you know, just saying, yeah. pro- like he probably wanted to say, "I bet he this guy doesn't." Mm. Yeah, but he said that they did. Yeah, cheating in baseball, and then uh, comedians using street jokes is probably a very similar argument because it's like not too many people can like be like oh you did this because you might have also at some point or like yeah. enough people are doing that yeah. where you can't be like you stole that from yeah. Urban Dictionary it's like well oh. someone else stole that from Urban Dictionary yeah, yeah. Urban Spader. Dictionary stole from me <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Spader's a bit in the doghouse now but uh, a lot of people are upset at him this week but we've known about his problematic ways since he would not put respect on Dode Pascard's name two years ago this mm-hmm. is just one of those things where I was watching it like well man how the how the fucking mighty fall you thought you were so <laughs> fucking smart and you're like you- oh I knew yeah, yeah this, and Dode would never steal signs right no absolutely yeah. not I've told this story on stage about a friend of mine I went to elementary school with who was like uh, borrowed a, like an N64 wrestling game from me and then didn't give it back and ten years later was arrested for armed robbery and I was like oh I, I knew the whole time <laughs> you saw all of you early. guys are surprised yeah. when this guy you guys are surprised Ryan Spader saying stuff on Twitter that's a little bit out there we've known ever since Dode Paskert that that's right we've known what Ryan Spader was about for a while yeah it's like it's like when you see a little kid pulling the legs off a, uh, off a spider and then yeah. they eventually murder a bunch of people yeah. this is the exact same just like that it's worse <laughs> this is worse <laughs> Um, but yeah, what else do we have this week? Ben Zobris. Oh man, that's, I mean, this is a funny story. I, I, or not funny. It's just, this is, you know, very up the alley of the kind of things we could do. Are you guys familiar with what happened to Ben Zobris? Uh, what was the most recent thing? What what are Uh, you referring to? uh, The lawsuit. That oh. he's currently dealing with. No, I actually didn't hear about this. Oh, I saw this I saw you sent us the topics, and I saw Ben Zobris, but I didn't know exactly what happened. It takes a lot to make me feel bad for Ben Zobris, because Ben Zobris has played for you know the Rays, lots of teams that I don't care for. Yeah. He, was a, he was a big part of the Royals championship. He was one yep. of the guys they brought in. Either way, uh, he's currently uh, suing his wife. He's going through a really ugly divorce because his wife has had a long-time affair with their pastor, who was also acting as Ben Zobra's therapist. So this guy <laughs> was counseling him on depression and anxiety and even started saying, like, you should give your wife more space. Like, you should stop, like, asking her oh, questions about Jesus. where she goes. Wow. So, and then it turns out that they had been fucking for, like, a, a while, and now he's, like, all fucked up because he was already, like, this guy was his fucking therapist who just fucking stole his wife. So he's Honest. a priest, a therapist, and he fucks this guy's wives. He's like the super utility man yeah. of, uh, <laughs> of life. You, yeah. might call him the, you might call him the Ben Zobrist of the church. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, oh, yeah, exactly. You can play four different positions. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. That's such a fucking good joke. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, that's just one of those things where it's like, that sucks, man. <laughs> like, fuck. Honestly, this priest is a genius. Yeah, right. He, <laughs> how do you pull that well, off? Well, there's a difference like, yeah. between being a priest and a pastor. A priest, you're like in Catholicism. You have the collar. You have to follow all those rules. Right. Pastor is different. Pastors right. can I'm have Jewish, wives. So explain this yeah, to me. Pastors would be like at like a Protestant or more like Bible sort of just general focus church. Yeah. Based and, on my limited knowledge up to this point and based on this story, pastors seem cooler than priests. Well, yeah, what, right. <laughs> what a lot of pastors are. He didn't go are, past her. Because <laughs> pa- there's no, being Patrick, a priest takes a lot of fucking commitment. <laughs> you have to go to like seminary school and you have yeah. to like be celibate your whole life and you have to do all this different. To be a pastor, you really just have to want to talk to people so what you get are these like failed actors these narcissists who just want the whole town to like really fucking like them so they're like you know instead of picking up hamlet they just picked up the bible and just figured that they could get all this attention that way so this dude just like is a pat so he just like has a bunch of Christian people who like him. Yep. He also then is like, by the way, I'm going to be a therapist too. And by the way, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell all my patients to let their wives have some more space. And then, you know what, have your wives come to me also when they're having that space so I can uh, well, yeah. talk to yeah, them. Yeah, it's like in The Sopranos. You had, that, you had that character in The Sopranos who would always like, Go over to uh, Mrs. Soprano and eat her ziti and yeah. stuff. And like, yeah. Oh, but well, you're so good at this stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like he'd be like. It's not like he was also a doctor, like a holding a doctorate therapist. He just in in the town. That's part of his function. Is like if anybody has a problem, they'll go talk to him about it because he's supposed to be giving them some kind of like 
spiritual guidance. And in a, you know, in a perfect situation, it, it works for a small town. If the guy is not a raging narcissist who doesn't believe a thing he's saying and is just trying to fuck people's wives. Wow. Yeah. So Ben Zobrist <laughs> is suing the pastor. Ben Zobrist is suing his wife for divorce, I think. I think okay. he's trying to make sure that she's not getting like half of that baseball money. Right. Yeah. Because, well, and then it's, it's sort of like Jay Cutler's divorce, which is one of the funniest things ever to follow if you haven't been following any of that. So it's Kristen Cavallari, yeah, Jay, right? Jay Cutler, when he got divorced from her, they had like a he had a really solid prenup with her because they were both sort of celebrities. But the second they got divorced, she wanted like three million dollars from him to get a house and like a cost of living thing. And he froze all her fucking bank accounts and told her to get a job. And like he's he keeps staying one step ahead of her. And in the media, you always see the other way around. And it's just so funny to see Jay Cutler be like, no, you're not getting fucking anything. This yeah. is Jay all- Cutler rules. <laughs> yeah. But Ben Zobris is trying to do yeah. something similar. I think, Dude rock. He, he, he got absolutely <laughs> he got railroaded here. Pretty. Yeah. Pretty- ben, Z- ben Zobris. Yeah. yeah. The. um. Yeah, that's like, I mean, if you're the girl, the balls to be like, yeah, I've been sleeping with the pastor who's been your therapist and who's been, we've both been manipulating you. How does she go? By the way, I've also become accustomed to a certain lifestyle, so I'm going to need half of your money. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, it sucks for him. It sucks really, really, really hard. I, I, there's not a lot of other but, shit to yeah. say. Therapists are hacks anyway. They don't. They don't need any schooling at all. No, they really. Yeah, no. You, you just say, "Hey, I'm a therapist," and then you can be a therapist. I mean, you obviously, for real? you can't be a psychiatrist. You right. can't be a social worker without these things. But a therapist can just. Oh be, yeah, there is no. I, I, I have yeah. a jur- I have a journalism degree. I can go. I can put up a, a therapy shingle and say, "Hey, I'm a therapist." And That's then true. you just become a therapist. Now well, you're a therapist. Yeah, the majority of them don't do. I I've I've had therapies. They're different therapists my whole life. I don't think I've ever had one that said, I'm fuck helpful, insightful, has never said anything fucking... Insightful. Yeah. Like, they're, for most of the time in my life I've had a therapist, it's so that people can't... If I'm like, I, you know, everything sucks. They're like, oh, do you have a therapist? I could be like, yes. And then they fucking move on because that's the only help anyone really can provide anyway. That is an interesting thing. Yeah, because people just say like, uh, yeah, you have issues. Uh, you should go to therapy. I do go to therapy. You're like, oh, okay. No one ever follows up. Is like, are they a good therapist? Well, no, are they a psychiatrist? A yeah, there's Are a they second. fucking your wife? Yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's just someone for you to to say say these things out loud to, which yeah. is helpful in its own way. But yeah. uh, like, it's they very could, they limited. Could be really bad. Yeah, they could, they could yeah. be telling you all the wrong things potentially. Yeah, like, but, like well, hey, I'm not gonna fuck your wife. Like that's yeah. not. I was wrong. <laughs> he was li- he lied to him. Ideally, I mean, the times it's worked the best for me are when they barely say fucking anything. Is like yeah. I'll just rant for an hour, yeah. and then at the end of it, I'll be like, oh, you know, I yeah. kind of talked myself into understanding what I was trying to talk well, about. Well, that actually, I, I've uh, taken some classes, uh, and you have the uh, Freud who the psychotherapy. It's you don't know if psychotherapy is actually working because it could just be that you uh, that you're not that you're over it now. Uh-huh. Like you, you talk to a guy for six months and it would have taken you six months to get over it if you had done nothing at all. I don't need like a therapist to tell me I want to, I want to fuck my mom. Like I need that already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's been the next session. Ben Zobris is back in therapy. Cause he still has to go. He's like, right. for some reason he's like agreed to go. So yeah. he's like, then he's back in there. He's like, now we've talked about how everyone makes mistakes and nobody's perfect, right, Ben? <laughs> it just sucks. I, I, I really think the mistake you made is much worse than the one I did. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, well, Doctor. you know, I mean, none of us, you know, only only God can judge us. He's a, I'm a pastor too. <laughs> oh man, imagine your therapist bringing in like. By the way, I'm also a pastor, and then just start bringing like Bible verses into your therapy sessions. Yeah, I guess convince pa- you why it's okay. He fucked your wife. You're I'm- describing the South right now. <laughs> right. I guess Zobris is very religious, right? He must be very. Uh, religious. Yeah, I think a lot of baseball players are. Yeah. I think I think there's a, a a ton of that in sports in general. Yeah, yeah. But you know, here's the thing: if I was them, I'd I would 100% love and believe in God too. Oh how, yeah. How fucking you're yeah. like a perfect fucking athlete who's right. making paid millions and millions of dollars. Why would you think anything else is going on? Yeah, yeah. I believe in God's power. I I make 15 million dollars a year uh, playing a game. I definitely he, yeah he absolutely did it. yeah. I'll, be, like, I'll bet Ben is having uh, some uh, issues with his faith currently. Yes. His wife's name is Faith. So hard. Yes. <laughs> Because it's so hard to end your career fucking anyway. All those guys yeah. have such crazy mental health problems as they're coming to the end of their playing career anyway. To like, yeah. And most of what they lean back on is like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to spend some time with my family. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, I hope you have a lot of brothers and sisters, dude, because yeah. 
not that family. Well, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Zobris, his, how about this first segue? Ben Zobris seems to be in a bit of a slump now, but the Diamondbacks proved you can come out of that losing streak by finally <laughs> winning a road game. No, they did not want a road game. They won a home game. They oh, had, right. They, they had a f- long losing streak, but they are currently still, as of we're recording, holding the record for longest road loss streak at 23 road losses in a row. They do not have the worst road record. In the MLB. Yeah. Oh, well, that wow. sucks. Well, Ben Zobris had a big home loss. They, but uh, <laughs> they, they did. But, uh, the Diamondbacks have a road loss. Ben know, Zobris, the home loss. You know who has the worst road record? Who? Yankees? Mm-mm. No, worst wor- road record. There's one team that's only won five games on the road so far this year. Uh, Baltimore? Nope. Uh, Detroit? Nope. Diamondbacks, you lied. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Who <Dude>. is it? <laughs> you got me. Ah, it was a trick question because I lied. Yeah. yeah. No. Who was it? It was the Rockies. The Rockies oh, have the, okay. the worst yeah. road record. Wow. But uh, the Diamondbacks are on their heels pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty quickly. They oh, beat yeah. the well, Brewers well, last night, well, finally, though. Well, that division is... is uh, is incredibly uh, top heavy. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you have you have the three. Are they the best teams in baseball? Are they the three best Giants, teams? Arguably, Padres, yeah. Dodgers? Yeah, yeah, they are the three best teams in baseball, and then you have the two worst teams in baseball. Right? Yeah, yeah, the Diamondbacks are in that realm. In a sorry state of, and being in Arizona right now is hell anyway. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the, the temperatures in like Vegas, Arizona, were in like it was like 117 was the high. Like they yes. have to keep the dome closed for Diamondback games now because it's too hot. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's it's you know it's June. Like yeah, in 10 years, <laughs> fucking there's no. Oh, I'm going to Vegas. It's like oh, you're going to the underground fucking gambling city because yeah. there's no way anyone's going to be able to be outside. Yeah, mm. and uh, in terms of uh, the Diamondbacks have been so fun because. They're, they suck so bad. You, If you just keep betting against them, it's such a fucking good yeah. strategy. That's how I fucking paid my phone bill this month. Hell just, yeah. Fuck the timing backs every night. Let it ride. It was wow. fucking fun. Nice. Um, but yeah, so we got a few more quick things. We'll go to. Then we have a little fun game we're going to do with uh, our names that we oh, <laughs> looked yeah. up. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of cool yeah, well, let's do a, let's do a couple of cool things first. Yeah. Uh, we had the Joey Votto ejection was fun. Mm. Yep, the Joey Votto ejection was fun. It's always fun to see major league stars to me kind of lose their cool. Yeah, because it's a moment of personality. Yeah, and also I do want to say Joey Votto. I think maybe the most underrated player of like the last ten years. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, I mean. Borderline Hall of Fame worthy. If you look numbers wise, war wins above replacement. He's just been on an irrelevant team for most of his career. Yeah, he'll be a Cincinnati Reds legend yeah. for a long time. There, the Reds fans won't forget him anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. and uh, also after he was ejected, the video that went viral was like he. Uh, there's a little girl sitting in the front row wearing a Votto jersey. Who he's he's a favorite player. She like signs a was it a bat or a ball or a program ball. or something. It was a ball, yeah, yeah, and then uh, gives it to her. And uh, makes her day. Also, Votto, after the game, I saw the uh, post-game press conference where he says how um, it was on Father's Day he got ejected. And he said his da- his mom always told him about his dad having a big temper. And he's like, I wonder if my dad would have been proud of me. And I like to think he would have been. <laughs> and it's like, that. Was, it wasn't like... It's never you never fondly remember someone's temper. It wasn't like a good thing. Yeah. So like he'd be proud of me for having the same personality flaw that he did. <laughs> we we called it passion. Yeah. <laughs> I maybe situationally he was talking. Maybe like because he did it on the field. Like at I the guess there, that yeah. whole ejection was really funny. I like the part where he like tried to scream into the microphone on the yeah. ump's ass. <laughs> To try to talk to New York, he's like behind him, like screaming into this guy's ass, hoping that the microphone picks it up. I love that. I'm pretty sure it's like a walkie-talkie. Don't you have to press the button in order for them to hear you? Yeah, I don't know. That's I, that's probably why he only he didn't do it for too long. But I also just love the split of like you can in the you know the slow mo, you can clearly see him be like, "Fuck you, you're yeah. fucking wrong. Fuck you. I'm gonna go talk to my three year old biggest fan." Yeah. Like, <laughs> just the split of that is awesome to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he signed the ball uh, saying, sorry, I got kicked out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we have Wander Franco. Wander Franco the, yeah. making his debut tonight, I believe. Yeah, first for the person Tampa in Major League Baseball born in the 21st century. Yeah, in uh, first 2001 birth Yeah, in uh, baseball. What's crazy about him, too, he's the number one prospect in baseball right now. Wander Franco is an infielder. He's supposed to be a, a very solid singles hitter with some speed. He has a three-year-old son right now, so when he's 38, yeah. 
technically his son could be a rookie too. So we have potential for a father son. I already saw someone on Twitter post this like a plus 200,000 gambling odds that they will play together in the major leagues. You can take bets right now that a person who's making his major league debut tonight and his three-year-old son will one day play in the major leagues together. And in... 18, uh, 15, 16 years, you can cash out. <laughs> it's one of those things that's like, I would love to do that because that's such a funny way to, like, that's way too long Yeah, on a futures bet. I love a good futures bet, but I, I've always thought it'd be, like, it would suck a lot if you, like, realized you had a gambling addiction, quit, and then a futures bet that you had placed, like, four years yeah. ago fucking comes in and you're like, fuck, it's all over, it's back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is also strange to me that he's making his debut tonight, but because I played so much MLB The Show during the pandemic, you have all the future stars cards. So there's all these guys who it's like, oh, yeah, that guy hasn't even played in the majors yet, but I know Wander Franco as well as any other player. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the best things the show did last year, and they kept it in this year, too, yeah. where the, every team has three or four prospect cards that are just as good as the live series players. Yeah. So you just start to get familiar with who all of them are. Like the Pirates have a pitcher coming up named Quinn Priester, who's like a stud. Yeah. He just. But in my head, I'm like, anytime like Kluber gets injured, I'm like, all right, time to call up Clark Schmidt, right? Clark yeah, Schmidt's Clark- MLB ready, right? <laughs> yeah. That, and the one this year is Jason Dominguez because he's got yeah. the same exact stats as like rookie Mickey Mantle. Yeah. So people right. keep playing and with him. He it. hasn't played a professional game yet. Well, because well, yeah, they have these cards like with their potential and everything. So like the Cardinals have Dylan Carlson playing and it's just like, it's his first year. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's like an all star, right? Yeah. The <laughs> Dylan Mets Carlson's have great. Ronnie Marcuccio coming yeah. up. He's a switch hitting shortstop that's going to be very. Very, very exciting, maybe. It's, it's all cool stuff. Um, then we got Otani, the home run derby. Yes. Otani said he's going to do it, which will be Vlad already said he's not going to do Vlad it. Vlad said no. Aaron Judge, Judge said, said no. no. Yeah. Judge said he'll do it again if it's at Yankee Stadium, but not any yeah. other way, which good. I don't, yeah. he fucking won it already. What's he got yeah. to prove? Otani, uh, Otani will be really Will fun. be very fun to watch. And I, there's other people that like absolutely, like if they don't put Jesse Winker in it with yeah. the year he's having, that'd be crazy. Um, who who else would be? Who do who do? They're gonna ask Tatis. I don't know if he'll yeah. say yes. As a Yankee fan, I get. I like that Judge isn't doing it, but as a baseball fan, I wish he would do it. Well, yeah. I'd rather have like, like I they'd have to be on the All Star team anyway. I know, but like I'd so much rather see like Luke Voigt do it now mm. than Judge. Like I don't want to well, see Judge re- do it because or but- Stan for shoulder injuries. Well, yes, yeah, Stanton, Stanton shouldn't even walk to the stadium. Like, yeah. <laughs> but but Stanton was in the one that Judge won, and Stanton had won the year before. So it was that you like to see guys defend their championship. I know uh, Judge's thing was in 2017, but he was kind of the last big name maybe to to win it. So to see Otani beat Judge, yeah. if that's what was going to happen, mm-hmm. that would be what you'd want to see. You you don't want to just see guys win. You put you kind of want to see the whole story. You yeah. want, you want to see oh, them I'm defend the championship. Yeah, but you want to get a, yeah, you want to get a combination of big names and uh, I'm look I got the home run leaders right now. The only ones with more than 20 home runs are Vlad Otani, Tatis, Matt Olson, and Ronald Acuna. Acuna would be fun there. Acuna would be fun. Matt Olson would also be fun. Yeah. Uh what would be cool is if you got um Miggy or uh, Albert to come back for one last one. Yeah. That'd be cool. Well, that's yeah. thing. You said they have to be all I don't think they have to be all-stars to be invited for the home run derby. They don't. I wasn't sure. Yeah. No, um, yeah, they definitely don't. I remember Palmero one time was in there w- without having been an all-star. Yeah. I would say it's got to be. Then you got, you know, Freddie Freeman is up there, 16 homers. Marcus Simeon, Raphael Devers, Kyle Schwarber. Um, oh, the guy on Texas, um, Adonis Adolis Garcia. They're gonna. He's having a good year, so I think you want to have a couple guys like the Adolis Garcia, Jesse Winkers, the guys who kind of come out of nowhere. But then you want to have some stars, the Otani's, Tatis, Freeman. Yeah, and and showcase the young guys. Like um, Jared Walsh is having a killer year in uh, uh, Los Angeles with the Angels, and oh, Nelson Cruz would be fun. He's got 16 homers on the year. Yeah, how many many 40 year old Mm -hmm. Jazz Chilsum or however you say his last name have because he's he's exciting as fuck too. So I. Don't see him in. He's not in this. This is the top like fifty. Yeah, I don't think he's one of the leaders. uh, Chillsum is what they call him after the game (laughs) (laughs) when he's just in the locker room, just in his zone. Yeah. Oh man. Speaking of Vlad, um, I don't know if anybody saw the clip. There was a benches clearing situation, and Vlad Guerrero in the middle of it picks up Freddie Galvis and just takes him. Like, like away carries from him it, away. Like it was like a it was like a parent bringing a child away from a fight in the schoolyard. Yeah, it yeah. was just the most like 
That's like just mean. Like you just made him look so fucking dumb. Like that's got to be the worst. Like he sh- he wasn't even as mad as I would have expected him to be after having that happen. Right? Yeah. He he just kind of he he landed and he's like, oh, all right. I mean, he was probably <laughs> trying to put together like, oh, did a grown man just like pick me up and wander yeah, me like yeah. back to the dugout? Like, I mean, in that situation, that that's what a lot of the players want to happen. They want to yeah. be pulled away from it. Nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody really wants to throw a punch. They just can't. Yeah. They also can't be. Away from it, you yeah. don't want to be. You don't want to be Jeter and A Rod sitting in the dugout being like, right. "So look at this thing." Huh? That is a fun. <laughs> so the funny thing is, you want to be the person who's willing to fight, but someone holds you back. But then when a guy just like lifts you up like a child and carries you, you kind of want to be. I mean, not like that. Yeah, yeah like, I wanted to be brought away, but not like that. Yeah, especially because it's it's like it wasn't his teammate. Like it was a it was a whole. That's pretty yeah. rough. Well, remember yeah. the the Yankees Red Sox benches cleared, and then and it was Judge was holding back like five guys with just his palm. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, yeah. oh yeah, I don't want to fight him. I, <laughs> I'm huge, but I don't want to fight that guy. Yeah, it's yeah. like who would? Oh yeah, my yeah. god. So now let's get to this. Um, we'll do a little bit of a name game here. This was fun. So we, uh, the White Sox broadcast, I only saw the um, uh, picture. You sent it to me, Anthony, um, where they, I think they were playing the Rays, right? Mm-hmm. So then they said, here's a, uh, the White Sox broadcast gives a list of the greatest Rays of all time. Now, and then it ends up just being a list of baseball players whose first name is Ray, ranked mm. by wins above replacement. <laughs> I imagine I like to imagine they like teased it before the commercial, and you had some Rays fan watching, and they're like, "So when we come back, we're gonna go over the greatest Rays of all time." And they're thinking, "Oh, is it gonna be like Carl Crawford, yeah. Carlos Pena, Wade Boggs, da- yeah. Wade Boggs, Fred McGriff, David Price? The Rays are we're a new franchise. We don't get recognized." And it comes back, and it's just people named Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Um, of but, which I did not know many of them. Uh, so, yeah, we'll go through them. And then we actually, so we looked up before the show, uh, the top five players by Windsor Brother Placement with each of our first names. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I knew several of these, but some of them I didn't know. Um, number one, Windsor Brother Placement amongst players named Ray. Um, Patrick, you have you seen the list already? No, I haven't. Do you have any guesses? Acuna? Ray Acuna? Yeah, I There don't is know. no I, Ray Acuna. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Tell me. Number one is Ray Lankford. Okay. 38.2, who I remember from Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. He was an outfielder for the Cardinals, I believe. Anthony, this one you hadn't heard of? No, I hadn't heard of a lot. I mean, some of them I kind of like that. It's like I recognize this as a baseball name, yeah, but I couldn't right. tell you stats or details. Okay. Or Ray trivia. Durham is number two. I remember Ray Durham, infielder for the White Sox. Um, thirty-three point eight. I know his brother Bull. That's, that's yeah. all. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Shalk. I'm not really familiar with Ray Shalk. He's what are their, what are their, what's the war for the first guy? Uh, thirty-eight point two. Oh, okay. Um, and the others are also in the thirties. Ray Shalk is a name that sounds familiar. Like I feel like I should know who he is. Um, he was a pit player and manager. Um, hold on. I'm looking up Chicago White Sox player, or no, there's a different one. There's two, there's a Roy Shock and a Ray Shock. Okay, this is where I got confused. Right, Roy Shock, not very good. Ray Shock was a pretty good player. He was a uh, catcher for the White Sox, and uh, 33.2 wins above replacement. Played mostly in the 20s for the Chicago White Sox, the big 1920 Chicago White Sox teams. Um, then Ray Chapman, 29.2. Ray Boone, Aaron Boone's grandfather, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know his dad was Bob Boone, and Ray Boone was the grandfather. That's fun. Um, then I hadn't heard of most of these. Ray Blades, Ray Mueller, Ray Morgan, Ray Knight, I know. He's the one who scored on the uh, Bill Buckner play for the Mets. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Anthony? I, I just... The name you said the name Ray so many times. I was trying to think of if I ever knew a guy named Ray in real life. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, when I was in like, oh god, kindergarten, first grade, there was a kid that was like in our. He had moved away really early, but his yeah. name was Ray. And the only two things I remember about him was the, the video game for PlayStation One, Rayman, had just come out. Yeah. And. None of us had heard of a guy named Raymond before, so we all just thought his name was Rayman, like the game, <laughs> which we all thought was pretty sweet. Yeah. And then he had to be like, correct us. Yeah. Someone got it for him for his birthday. Like, when yeah. it was like birthday, they were like, look, it's what we've been calling you. Hell yeah. But then his, uh, there used to be really popular where um, after school on like Wednesdays, you'd get in like groups of four and you'd go to the bowling alley and they had like leagues for children. Yeah. 
and his he was on our team one year and his dad brought us none of us had ever met his dad and his dad wandered straight out of the background of a sopranos episode like yeah. he was just this big like tough sort of looking guy who didn't really feel like wanting to be there and then one of the other kids on our team like a spaz goes to roll the ball but it doesn't come off his hands and he just fucking smacks himself in the face with the bowling <laughs> oh. ball and he's like nose is bleeding he like chipped a tooth and this guy just looks over at him he's like hey kid you're lucky you could do a lot more damage with a bowling ball and it's like everyone here is seven what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> like i'll never forget that but that's why i was laughing just now. yeah Oh man, I'm trying to think of Ray's. I the janitor in my elementary school's name was Ray. Um, I don't know what his uh like uh, uh wins above replacement as far as janitors go though. Um, it was pretty high from what pretty I pretty high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you knew him too. Yeah, you got to take in all the stats. You got to right. take uh, spray bottle yeah. uh, <laughs> consumption. Yeah, and uh, toilet cleaning, mopping ability. That's huge. Mopping. That's huge. It's yeah. underrated stat. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the only other Ray I know is Raymundo for rocket power. Oh yeah, everybody oh, yeah. loves Raymond. There you go. There's yeah, yeah. everybody loves Ray. I'm gonna start calling them the Tampa Bay Raymonds. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know the last time you saw a clip of rocket power was but for, i probably saw 10 seconds of it for the first time in 15 years yeah. the other day and they sound like babies i don't remember their voices being so high it probably just because it was like oh yeah i was 10 years old too that's yeah. how everyone sounded probably, it was like right? oh my god these yeah. sound like little kids i don't rocket power is a great underrated doesn't get talked about enough but yeah great show Ro um, yeah, rocket power white power <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say nintendo power but nintendo power, <laughs> rocket yeah. power rocket power <laughs> rocket power <laughs> the titos will not replace us <laughs> the ancient hawaiians will not replace us <laughs> um that was kind of fucked yeah. up they just had like a hawaiian guy like living in their kitchen yeah They're just like they bring out to say like Things from the ancient Hawaiians. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a fucked up thing to do. Oh, though. a lot of kids shows you just look back on now and it's like, this is weird. Courage yeah. the Cowardly Dog is just two old people who abused their dog. <laughs> I never realized that Doug was Fry from Futurama. And he sounds, really? yeah, he sounds exactly like how Fry would have if Fry was 15 instead of 20. Wow, it's the same voice Yeah, actor. it's Billy West, yeah. Wow, okay, I didn't know that either. Wow. Uh, the final Ray on this list is Ray Fossey, who I only know because he's the guy who Pete Rose ran over at the All-Star Game. You ever see that in the All-Star Game? He just runs over this catcher, and everyone was kind of like, I mean, yeah, you're, you're Pete Rose, you're competitive all the time, but it is an All-Star Game. Maybe don't, like, injure someone oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, he collided with a catcher at the All-Star Game. Yeah. Um, okay, now let's so, do our names. Yeah, so, so I looked up, uh, I did this in about a half hour, so this may be some, like, Ryan Spader-level research where I leave <laughs> out a Dode Paskert. <laughs> but I uh, looked up the top five, Matt's, Anthony's, and Patrick's uh, wins above replacement. Do you want to have any guesses of uh, who of each of our names is shares a name with the person with the highest wins above replacement? Well, here's... I have a guess for mine, but... I have one for mine, too, but I also need the clarifier. Did you go... People who go by Anthony, or did you include Tonys? Just Anthony. Okay, because that changes a lot. Yeah, there's definitely more Tonys than there are full Anthonys. Yeah, the problem is, I look. There's of all of our three names, there's the least amount of Anthonys in baseball history. Um, but, but if also, you toss in the Tonys, I bet it turns. Yes, but that's the thing is a lot of the. I started looking up Tonys. A lot of them, it's not short for Anthony. Oh, it they is just, just are, Tony. They are, it's not like Anthony Gwynn. It's like. Well, I guess Tony Gwynn is. I think he's Anthony. Well, yeah, so I just looked up people who went by Anthony. That's the way there to do some, it, because There I'm were not, some Tonys. I hate, I hate being called Tony so yeah. fucking much. There were some Tonys whose name is just Tony, and I didn't uh, have enough, I didn't, do, we did this research like an hour before the show, so yeah. I didn't have enough time to go deep into the separating the Tonys from the Anthonys. Right. So yeah. it's just people who went by Anthony. I was so firmly Anthony from the time I can, like, remember anything. Yeah. Like, I never wanted, and it was definitely because my next door neighbor was a guy who went he was an anthony who went by tony and yeah. i was intimidated by him i didn't yeah. particularly like being around this guy he was just too he was so fucking intense about like athletics and stuff yeah. he just made me nervous all the time <laughs> and then he, he had a kid who was also anthony but that guy went by aj and my middle name's james so like I wasn't going to be, be an AJ. Yeah, I, so like I wow. took the AJ off the table right away. I took the Tony right. off the table right away. Yeah, like, so this is some real shoddy research now because yeah. I didn't look up AJs either. I did look up Matt and Matthews and mm. Patrick and Pats. Yeah. Well, that yeah, those yeah. those are very yeah. similar, yeah. So, all right, Anthony, who do you think has the highest wins above replacement of any Anthony in MLB history? Is it Rizzo? 
It is Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. Um, do you know number two? Also active. Um, well, no. You, you, we, we already did this upstairs. I know number five is Anthony Santander. Yes. Uh, we talked active. about that because I was trying to find somebody else who had lower than a 2.7 wins above replacement yeah, to see if some Anthony Santander. But, num- no, but number two is also active. All of these players, I think, are either active or recently active. The next two guess, definitely are I guess, active. I guess Anthony became a popular name within the past 30 years yeah. or so. So number two is Anthony Rendon, 31.7. Oh, right. mm. 36.8 is Anthony Rizzo. Then we have a dip down to 8.1. Anthony DeSclafini is a pitcher for the Giants right now. Sounds like someone I went to high school with. Anthony Swarzak is a relief pitcher, oh, yeah. 5.1. And then Anthony Santander, 2.7. I'm so, surprised there the, aren't more. So aren't they all active? I think so. Swarzak, wow. I think, may not be active. Maybe just right recently now. not active. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all. I think they're, they're all active. They're all very recent. Yeah, you know, not just right. oh, 90s recent. They're all yeah. like within the past 10 years recent. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's Patrick, good. who do you? Who's your guess? The highest wins above replacement for any Patrick in MLB history. Pat Kelly. No, nah, not even in the top five. Oh, uh, Pat Burrell. Pat Burrell is in the top five, but okay. he's not the top a good one. Pull. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, that's my. That's it. I'm gonna look up. I Pat. know one other Pat who I know is not in the top five. Yeah, I can only think of one. The the Patrick I'm thinking of is active, and I don't know if he's been around long enough. I'm to... gonna look up Pat Kelly right now. Yeah, four point nine. Who's his. number? What is number the... one? Is a pitcher from when we were growing up. Oh, uh, Roger Clemens. No, same team. <laughs> uh, play with him on the Blue Jays. Oh. um... Uh, Vernon Wells. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Hentgen. Pat Hentgen, okay. Yeah, He's number actu- one? Yep, yeah, 32.6. I actually just saw Dan Plesak on MLB Network called Pat Hentgen one of the like guys he learned the most from when he was like, oh, nice. uh, when he was pitching. Yeah, up. that's what Patrick's do, you know? Yeah, number two is Pat Burrell. Number three, also active, Patrick Corbin. That's who oh, I was. Corbin. Th- that's the yeah. one I was thinking of. 17.2. Number nice. four, Pat Dobson, 16.7. He was a pitcher for the Tigers on the 68 World Series team. Yeah. Also, and best first name in history. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 10.7. Also, either active or recently active. Pat Neshek. Oh, yeah. Is he he retired, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Pat Venditti, who yeah. throws with both his right arm and his left arm. So that's... There you go. Do you remember Pat Venditti? I don't. Oh, yeah. He was in the Yankees yeah. minor league system. He was recently still in the majors. Yeah. Uh, he, he signed like a one-year minimum contract I remember with the hearing about the guy... He reminded me of you because he's a Patrick who goes both ways. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's a switch pitcher, yeah. just like me, because I'm a top. Right. Uh, if I were gay, yeah, which I'm not. If I were gay. If I were gay. If <laughs> I were I'm gay, not. I would throw with both arms and fuck in the ass. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Pat Venditti, he had a he had a specially made glove that he could put yeah. on both his right and his left. Oh hand. wow. Yeah. So yeah, Anthony, number one, Anthony Rizzo, thirty six point eight. Pat Pat Henkin, thirty two point six. Wait, what was Rizzo? 36.8. And then Henkin was? 32.6. Oh, okay, so Anthony's winning. Yes, of- I'm a, and I am above both of you. Uh, Who do you think is the so number many. one, Matt? There's so many. It was the most popular of the three of us. Yeah. It was the most popular name to look to. Who do you think's number one wins above replacement for a Matt? Uh, Mickey Mantle. <laughs> <laughs> Any guesses, Anthony? The first one I'm thinking of has been playing for a really long time and might be on the list, but I don't think he's number one. Is Matthew Kemp? No, he just missed uh, top five. Um, Matt Kemp and Matt Chapman were both like 21.6. Yeah. So the top five, number one, Matt Williams, Uh, 46.6. Oh, okay. Third baseman for the Giants. Uh, And I think Diamondbacks also. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, number two, recently active, Matt Holiday. Yeah, oh, there you go. Forty-four point five. Then a bit of a dip, but through a perfect game, twenty-nine point one. Matt Kane. Yep. Twenty-seven point mm. five. The most, uh, most uh, highest wins above place for an active Matt. Matt Carpenter. Mm. Right. And twenty-three point one in fifth place, Matty Alou. Ah. One of the Alu, brothers. the forgotten Alu, the forgotten Alu. So Matt is the best name of us uh, of us. So so there is no player with our names who has uh, Hall of Fame war. Whether or not there's any right. Hall of Famers, none of yeah. them have Hall of Fame war. Yeah, I don't nope. think there's any Hall of Famers with any of our with names. With any of our names. Yeah. Wow. And see, if we if we toss Dave in there, we'd, it, we there's like 12. Oh, yeah, we got Dave Winfield, Dave Parker. Dave, yeah, producer Dave has knows the least about baseball and ha- just happens to... Get the, have the coolest baseball name of yeah. all of us. Yeah, there's a lot of people. David Ortiz. 
<laughs> yeah, no, there's That's a right. ton. There's going to be at least like four or five in the yeah. hall. So we could be the first of our names to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm going to be it. Yeah, I'll, gonna, be the, I'll be the first, Matt. I'll uh, be the first, Patrick, to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, That's one of the other news stories about baseball this week is that they've opened it up so that you don't need tickets necessarily to go watch the Hall of Fame inductions. They're going to do it at a big, big old outside amphitheater and people yeah. can just show up oh, and that's watch. Oh, that's what it usually is. So they yeah. they went back to normal. Yep, that's what that because that's normal because because there was a period where they were going to have only tickets. They've they always so I've been to a few induction ceremonies and they always sell tickets, but that's for the people in the front. They're they're yeah. like have their white umbrellas and their and their big hat like they they look like uh-huh. rich, rich folk. Yeah, yeah. and we're like the poor folk like man, this sure is fun. Like standing <laughs> on the outside and and they're standing on the end and then everybody else is like having a picnic on the grass. So they're yeah. back to normal. Yep. Nice. I've never been to one before, so I, I'm be, I'm I want to go to one. I've been to Ricky Henderson's and Mariano Rivera's, and I was planning on going for Tajitas, and then yeah. everything got canceled. Yeah, that's fine. I've I've never been to one either, but I have been to the Hall of Fame. It was a long time ago, though. I don't. I went to the Hall of Fame a long time ago, also. Yeah, I had to have. It, it had to have been at least ten, twelve. Yeah. Years ago. 15, yeah. maybe. Fuck. I go there on a regular basis. I love the yeah. Hall of Fame. You got to get there. I'm Cooper's going. Yeah, Cooper's, I, I remember the town being kind of like like out of a movie. It was like, this is weird. It was like, it, was like, it felt like it'd be perpetually fall there. There's yeah. like so many farms and like other baseball related things. There's like a baseball wax museum like right next door. Have you ever walked through that? Yeah. It's super. That's one of my clearest memories of the whole thing. I don't know if I remember that. I went, I think, I, I don't think I've been since I was a kid. I got to go back because I like love baseball history stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's, you get to learn about uh, just like the stupid history of baseball yeah. too. Yeah. It's <laughs> like when I go to like City Field or Yankee Stadium, City Field has the whole team store with all this Mets history there. And even though I'm not a Mets fan, I'm like, I just love like geeking out about like Tom yeah. Seaver stats. My favorite stuff is the, is how the rules have changed. It's like yeah. in the 1800s, if the ball hopped once and then you caught it, it's it was an, an out. out. It's yeah. An out, yeah. And, and there's and a foul ball wasn't a strike for a long time. So, yeah. Yeah. I've, I like the history of the rules more than, more than anything. Dad, that's like nerd the nerd amongst the nerds. Yeah. <laughs> it's like of the rules. Is yeah, really cool. I like all these nerds are like, man, we really love all these like baseball stats, and then one guy is like, like, you're the one that the nerds call gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the one who the gays call a nerd. You there know, you go. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm everything. Too gay for the gays, too nerdy for the nerds. <laughs> But all right, we're closing in on an hour, so we'll go to stupid questions with Dave. Our producer, Dave, doesn't know anything about sports. He listens to us each week. They say there's no such thing as stupid questions. We try to disprove that every week. Dave, what question do you have for us after this last hour? Well, first of all, uh, if the ball hopped, it was still an out? Yeah, only once. Uh, if you caught it on one hop, it's, it was still an out. But isn't that like 95% of ground balls that's why they changed the rules <laughs> just like nope sorry you know you had a great play but you're gone yeah. Dave, um, how does it feel to know you have the uh uh most successful baseball name of all that's of us. what i was thinking the whole time you guys were talking was like hey you guys aren't on my level no nope. uh, <laughs> not even close um when you guys were talking about like the possible new rules for pitchers with the um like a glove or something like that has there been uh like rule changes that now, I mean, I guess we kind of answered that, but like rule changes that at the time were like, this is going to ruin the game, but are now just completely, we Normal. all accept it. Every single rule change that's ever been put in place. <laughs> yeah. Every single one is the death of baseball. It's yeah. still fun because you'll have like older fans who still bring things up. Because we've we grew up in 1990, in like the 70s, they made a rule that uh, in the American League they can have a designated hitter, so mm-hmm. the pitcher doesn't have to hit. And there's still like my dad will be like, hasn't been the same since they put in the designated hitter. <laughs> like you'll still <laughs> get people like that with old rules. And but there was somebody who was uh like uh my dad's like the old generation before his who was just like, man, they really uh things have really been bad since they uh. I don't know, made Broke baseball. the color barrier. Broke the color barrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things haven't been the same ever since then or since uh, they uh, put the Yankee, the, in the old Yankee scene, the monuments were on the field. Just the mm. outfield wall was just like 500 feet away. They'd be like, it's too easy to hit home runs now with these 400-foot walls. Right. Like, yeah, there's always going to be something like the that. The designated hitter rule, like as someone who does not follow baseball, yeah. Reads like like oh shit the the game is unplayable let's come up with like this weird arbitrary yeah but players can't do that well then they shouldn't be on the team yeah but they can't so why don't we just have somebody else come in and like 
and they'll they'll do just that part that those yeah. people that there we is, hired it's tough pay millions there's, of dollars. There's a version of that that exists in a lot of sports, like the kicker in football. Right. Like doesn't really play football. They How do this. How different would the game be? Would all of these games be if we got rid of that? And it's like, no, everybody has to at least be able to be a passing ability for all of these roles. It would make football a lot more exciting if you had to do it like volleyball serving, where everybody <laughs> had to take their fucking turn being the kicker. It is just uh, we're in a day and age now where, because in the past there were just like players who played defense and offense in football. Right. There were people who played multiple positions. Now it's such a you. Well, because also we have the like technology, nutrition, medicine, just everything where it's like from we can make you specialized as a kicker or as a pitcher. And then it's like to all spend all this time pitching and then also work on you as a hitter. It would take away from your ability to be a good pitcher. So let's just have the best pitchers possible and the best hitters possible. But that's what still cracks me up when I'm yeah. watching like football and a, the kicker like fucks up. And it's like it's the one thing. It's all it's, you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And th but that's the other thing is that they're, they're fucking up, but they're so much better than anybody else True. would be at it. Right. And yeah. it's a product of, there's probably a lot of people who could, there's probably a lot of people who could theoretically like play tight end and kick. But the thing is, just the fact that there is someone else who's going to specialize is going to make them slightly better at kicking than you. And the team really only cares. Like, we want the best possible kicker. Mm -hmm. So you, you'd kind of waste any... If you weren't going to dive 100% in, any time you spent developing that skill would be wasted because there's no way that you focusing on two things is going to put you at the same level as the guy who focused on one thing. So that's kind of why yeah. they don't... And there's only, like, one spot on the team for the kicker. Yeah, there's, right. like, so 30 kickers yeah. that are professional in in the world there's a so. whole bunch of people they're getting play sometimes they get soccer players or like just people who uh rugby australian who's football players guys who their entire thing is they kick yeah. right. so if you're a quarterback and you're like let me work on my kicking a bit you're not going to compete with the 30 guys who entire thing is they kick i and think about that on a regular basis how in baseball the difference between you have to go hit and then all the difference between offensive defense is so drastic yeah and then you just throw them in the outfield and like oh now you have to Run to this on this odd shaped field and catch the ball. Yeah, it's like, but that's those are totally different. Then what happens in the future? You think it'll be teams have like fifty players, and it's like you have people who are just fielders and people who are just hitters. Maybe like because that's that's what football is. Football, yeah. you have guys who play offense, guys who play defense. Baseball, you have to do both. Yeah, in basketball, you have to do both. Also, you know, most sports you have to do both. Yeah, most sports you have to go to the other end of the field. You know, when you watch like. 10 year olds play little league and there's a pop fly oh, all and the everybody time. like run <laughs> <laughs> but like everybody runs and, and gloms together like nobody knows how to play like yeah. just their thing i think instead of the all-star game you just you just change the rules and it's like everybody has to play positions that they're not the out of position game just to make a major league baseball game look like little league for like just a day well the thing <laughs> is all those i mean as far as the individual positions, like an outfielder, a major league baseball outfielder playing second base, they probably played second base when they were in little league at one point and were still better than every other little leaguer. Right, right, right. So right. it would it still wouldn't look like a ten year old little league game. <laughs> They're still professional athletes in the best of what they do and watch the second base and play every day. There may be like they have a harder time getting a short hop than the everyday second baseman. But I don't think it would look as bad as you're hoping it would. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't look like hilarious. What you're describing is like the celebrity softball game yeah, after yeah, the... Yeah. But they, but they, Snoop Dogg go for like a jump. You know? Yeah, Adam Sandler fucking hawking <laughs> him out. No, it's even worse because I've watched the celebrity all-star games and it's just like a dude who I once saw on Desperate Housewives 10 years ago. No. It's not even like the most famous people. Yeah, right. it's like... And they're taking it seriously. They're like, this is the most airtime I've had in a while. Like, <laughs> I gotta really hit. Yeah. Like Brad Garrett's just fucking dialed in up yeah. there. Bill, Bill Nye the Science Guy is like really doing up his batting gloves. He's yeah. like, I gotta be ready. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I do. It's funny that you said that. I remember, so me and my little brother both played Little League Baseball. I really loved it. My brother did not care at all. My parents just thought, oh, here's a thing that both of you will do. Um, so I was super into it. My brother, we always jokingly said he played second base, not the position, the actual base, because he would just sit in the field <laughs> in the middle of the game. Yeah. And it was one time a ball, a ground ball was hit right by him, and everyone else is looking at him like it's right by him. He's like five feet past him, and he just turns and looks at all of his teammates and then just points at the ball like, there it is, go get it. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he loves second base, and now he loves boobs. So he he's, he stayed with second base his whole life. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
That's oh, a good my. note for us to go <laughs> yeah, out on, is. I think. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Anthony, Pat, oh, let's do plugs quickly. At Real Matt Marin on Twitter and Instagram, and I host Comedy Fight Club. It's a great roast battle show. Most fucked up show that you'll ever see. Really fucked up roast jokes. Things you're not supposed to say, but we all have a good time with it. At Comedy Fight NYC and YouTube.com slash Comedy Fight Club. We had a great show this past week. It's going to be streaming Thursday night on YouTube. Go to the YouTube channel and you can see our past episodes. We do have classic episodes, some of the best fights. It's a good time. Uh, yeah, every Saturday in Ridgewood, New Jersey, come hang out. There's like outdoor shows and stuff. I'm hosting quite a bit of them. Uh, the weekend of July 17th, uh, if you're in Atlantic City, uh, come by the Borgata because I'm going to be hanging out in the sports book. And I love hanging out with other people that like talking about sports gambling. Shout out to the Cincinnati Reds for not scoring a run in the first inning today, uh, <laughs> make, making my afternoon. Um, and then, as always, uh, keep an eye out because I'm in pre-production on a feature film that I want to make. Uh, I'm Patrick. Uh, so Pat- <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, what are your plugs? Hi, I'm Patrick. Patrick we should just end the episode <laughs> after you say I'm Patrick. <laughs> Still Patrick, even though we've said my name uh, 12 times earlier. Really yes. Well, so uh, Patrick Haggerty Comedy is my Instagram. Check that one out. That's where I put most of my stuff. Um, this Saturday, uh, which is June 26th, is I'm going to be featuring for Sean Patton in uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So I'll be headed down there in the next few days. That'll be that'll be cool. I was uh, if you're oh, listening from Alabama, go out yeah. to see Patrick feature for <laughs> Sean Patton. Absolutely. Uh, my name is in his last name, so it kind of works. You know, Sean Patton. Uh, yeah. We got uh, and uh, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh yeah, Comedy Fight Club is awesome. I yeah. I, I accuse people of owning slaves at the last one, so yeah. that uh yeah. that was pretty fun. Yeah, allegedly. They own slaves allegedly. That's right. Yeah, we don't saying... wanna you know we don't know. Yeah, that's just right. a hunch. But I did definitely accuse them of doing yes. it. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Patrick's the official goofball of Comedy Fight Club. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Patrick Haggerty Comedy uh, on Instagram and tell all your friends about this show. This is an awesome yeah. show. Yeah, who's on first? Thank you guys very much. We'll see you next week.